Welcome to the Real Estate Raw Show, hosted by Joe Mendoza. Hi guys, Joe Mendoza, real estate broker, investor, entrepreneur here in sunny San Diego. Welcome to my show. Today, I've got an exciting guest. She's a mover, a shaker. Oh my goodness. All over the country, if not the world. She's a mom. She's a powerful business owner. Uh, man, investment club founder. I mean, this list goes on and on and on. Miss Karen Hall, welcome to our show. Dun, dun, dun. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for inviting me, Joe. That, that's, that's really sweet of you. How are you doing? Excellent. How are you? Good. Let's good, get good, some self-directed IRAs. I am ready. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, that is her forte, guys. So it's one of the things I've been wondering about, and I'm sure a lot of you are wondering about because, man, sometimes in the market, uh, you're looking at these bank accounts, right? And they're offering, what, 1% on your money? That's kind of uh, insulting and ridiculous, right? If you're lucky. Right, 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 right. So share with my listeners, you know, what is this business that you're involved in and how will they kind of benefit from it? Well, what I do is um, I help people take their retirement from where it is, move it into a self-directed IRA so they can invest in alternative assets, which means real estate and, and precious metals and private placements like private stock, notes, all different kinds of things so that they can improve their financial future. So that, that's what we do. Um, and, you know, in order to do that, there really are kind of three steps to get you from where you are now to being self-directed, okay? The first one is to open an account. We got that, we can ha handle that all day long. And then you fund the account, you move the money into the account. And after the account is open and there's money, then you invest. So open, fund, invest is pretty much the pathway to self-direction. But I, th I think um, I'll, I'll pull it back here a little bit and kind of explain what an IRA is. How about that's awesome. Okay. So an IRA is a bucket. Just think of it like a bucket and it holds assets. So if it's an IRA with Charles Schwab or TD Ameritrade or somebody over there and it's invested in the stock market, awesome. It's a bucket holding those kinds of assets. But if it's a self-directed IRA, it's still an IRA. Understand an IRA is an IRA, but the self-directed IRA bucket holds different assets. That's the only difference. So all the rules for IRAs are the same for self-directed IRAs as they are for uh, typical IRAs. You know, it's just the same, same. A Roth is a Roth. It's, it's traditional Roth, SEP, simple, spousal, inherited IRAs, and the solo 401k. Uh, and so what makes it self-directed is the asset class you can invest in. Got it, got it. Now, you've been doing this a very, very long time, because I remember I've been in real estate over 20 years as a real estate broker, and I've seen your name everywhere, and then your, your following just got bigger and bigger and bigger. So how did you start? How did you get into this business? Man, well, when I was a little girl, I dreamed of self-directing IRA. <laughs> kind of like that. No, I mean, it, it's like everybody gets into real estate. You fall into it. You know, you... You, you, you go to college and you study something and you're going to do this thing. And for me, it was radio and TV. I was a radio announcer for 17 years. And then I made the logical transition into real estate, right? Like everybody. How many people are real estate investors that didn't do something else first and then got into the industry? Kind of seems that that's the way. So that's what it was with me. And I did uh, property management. I was a realtor driving people around in my car for a year. And, and then I did loan servicing and loan origination and then self-directed IRA. So that was the path. 
Oh, wow. So you are actually a realtor. That part I didn't know. For a year. <laughs> you know, like, like, well, we can, yeah. So it's for somebody else. Not for got it. Got it. Got it. Now, funny you mentioned that. So this is the Real Estate Raw show, and I'd like to be as raw as it can get. Now, being a realtor, realtors don't really have a retirement plan. They make this big fat commission, oh. and they'll blow it usually on a big car or some fancy stuff. What would be wiser maybe to invest your, the money with you and then do what? Okay, well, I'm going to talk about be, having been a realtor. I can talk about, I, I really know, I, I feel your pain. Okay, so you get a big commission. You're right. Now, not only is that, that cool, you get a big commission, yay, but you've got a big tax bill. So what you can do is there's a special kind of account that's awesome for realtors, and it's called a solo 401k or a 401k for a self-employed person. So as long as you don't have any full-time employees in any of the companies you own, you can have this kind of self-directed account. It's a special account, not an IRA, it's a 401k, right? Okay, good. So now here you are, you can contribute up to $55,000 a year to this account. 25% of your income or $55,000, whichever is less. And you have your tax advisor do the math and figure out what your contribution is. But how nice to take, if you can every year, 50 grand of your, of your, of your commissions, put them in a, in a pre-tax account, which is going to hopefully give you tax savings unless you make so much money, you know, but still uh, you could make too much money to have your contributions deducted, but the proceeds on the assets in your account are going to grow tax for your tax deferred. That's really cool. So since you're already a realtor now, now maybe you're sticking away 55 grand a year into this uh, kind of account. It's fantastic. And now, well, what asset class do you know better than any other asset class? Real estate, right? You're probably not an expert if you're a realtor on the stock market because that's not what you do all day. So you're driving around, you're looking in the MLS, whatever, LoopNet, whatever you're looking at, and you say, oh, look at this property. This is what a, what a score. I'm going to grab this property and I'm going to use it as my investment. Well, now your retirement account, all the savings you've saved for retirement, but you can use that money to, uh, to invest and then that asset's going to grow and grow and grow, and all the proceeds are going to grow tax-free in a Roth or tax-deferred. Uh, so, so that's what's so great about it, because you will retire one day, I promise. And as a realtor, you want to have a really comfortable life when you retire, and you can do that um, with these kinds of accounts and having invested in the asset classes you know best. Fantastic, fantastic. Thanks for sharing that information, because probably most of the realtors out there don't know about that. They only know like Roth IRA or again, a fancy car. <laughs> so, so I've heard of SEP IRA. Is this the same, the solo 401k or is this totally different? You know, what a great question. Wow, that's a great question because the SEP IRA is kind of, it's, it's, it's very similar to the solo pay because the contribution amounts are the same, but it is an IRA and not a 401k, all right? So SEP stands for SEP, it's an acronym, like go figure the government using an acronym, and this is one of those cases. It stands for Simplified Employment Pension or Simplified Employment Plan. So it's got the same contribution limit, 55,000 or 25% of your income, whichever is less, yay. And it's a different kind of calculation though for the SEP. So you have your CPA, your tax advisor, do that calculation for you. But it's another way to put money aside for retirement it has slightly different tax rules and we go into it in depth on our website. Oh, very nice. So you share that information. Yes. Yeah, now with a SEP IRA, could it be self-directed too or no? Absolutely. Oh yes. You can, again, you can self-direct a traditional IRA 
uh, a Roth, a SEP, a simple, and simple is another acronym because if the government tells you it's simple, it's probably not, right? So it's a savings incentive match plan for employees. That's what simple stands for. And it's another kind of employer plan uh, with lower contribution limits, so it's not that popular these days. You can also, um, if, if you are a non-working spouse, right, your, your spouse works and you don't, you can still contribute. And they call it a spousal IRA. It's not, it's a regular traditional IRA, but you, that's the only time you can contribute to an IRA without having earned income. And you can also have an inherited IRA. So someone you love, they pass away, you're their beneficiary, they die, and all of a sudden, boom, you get that IRA. You receive it as an inherited IRA. It's another kind of account with different kinds of rules. But all of those can be invested in real estate, in notes, in precious metals, private stock, raw land, um, buying, performing, and non-performing debt, so many different kinds of things. Wow. Wow. You, you really know your stuff, I can tell. <laughs> now... What are some of like the minimum fees and minimum investments that somebody could get involved with your company? Right, right. So our fees are super low. It's a $50 setup fee to get started. We have a flat fee of $275 a year. So that's regardless of the number of assets in your account and regardless of your account value. And then we also ask that you leave a minimum of $325 in the account. Um, so there, there's that. That's a starting point. But there is no minimum investment. You know, people will go to real estate investment clubs and, and they have the haves and wants time, you know? So you can go up and you can say, hi, I've got a self-directed IRA. I have $5,000 in the self-directed IRA and I'd like to loan it. Is anybody doing a flip? Or, you know, they're trying to do, you know, a fix and flip and maybe you need an extra five grand to finish out the kitchen or your budget came in a little short. My IRA will lend you money to finish the flip. Then you close escrow, puts the money back in my IRA. Now I've got, you know, 6,000 I can lend to the next person. And, and then you can keep recycling your money like this and keep it flowing and, and really, you know, just, there you go, make some money. We're going to take a quick break, guys, and we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. So hang on just a second. We'll be right back. This show brought to you by Akshay Patel, top mortgage planner over at Easy Fundings Home Loans, NMLS ID 149-2486. Need a home loan or looking to refinance? Call them at 858-207-8436. Again, 858-207-8436. CatCam Real Estate, California Broker, DRE 018-426-06. Buying, selling, or investing, call them at 877-794-5227. Again, 877-794-5227. Skip Cook over at Bank of America. NMLS ID 136-9000. He's a top senior lending officer for North County, San Diego. Looking for a home loan or refinancing? Call him at 760-481-8009. Seven six zero four eight one eight zero zero nine. Pat Live, looking for twenty four seven live answering service. That's also U.S. based. Virtual assistance, message taking, appointment scheduling. Call them at one eight hundred eight nine one two six four zero. Once again, one eight hundred eight nine one two six four zero. 
McCormick National Holdings looking for a hassle-free sale? Pay no commissions? They specialize in acquisitions, both commercial and residential real estate. Call them at 760-624-8276. Once again, 760-624-8276. Cole Realty Resources. Want unlimited seller leads? Download lists for your open house invitations? Doing just listed sold campaigns? Or Facebook target audiences? Integrate all your calls via Sly Broadcast. Mention Joe Mendoza for a huge discount. Call them at 1-800-800-3271. Again, 1-800-800-3271. Or your success at coleinformation.com. And now, back to the show. Now, I, I am involved in multiple different real estate transactions. Yesterday, I was very fortunate. Uh, I picked up a 12-unit building for investing. So all my listeners and clients are from everywhere. Um, <laughs> we actually picked up a manufactured home and, you know, this 12-unit. So it's all across the board here for my listeners, my clients, what have you. Uh, so as far as um, – where was I going with that one? That's a good <laughs> Classes. Yeah. Well, um, oh, here's, here's where I wanted to go with that one. Okay. Crowdfunding seems to be like the buzzword right now, right? Is that, that crowdfunding, is it part of this potential plan? It is. It is. Crowdfunding, in, in my opinion, is kind of like taking a, something old and established and putting a new label on it. Now, there, there are some things about crowdfunding that are brand new. We had the Jobs Act that passed and finally got, was implemented, took a while, but finally got implemented. So you can go onto a portal and you can invest um, online through a portal and you're limited, you've got some limits. Um, it created, uh, the, uh, the Jobs Act created the ability to promote these kinds of offerings. And it also created like um, a Reg C offering. So the, the, if you wanna raise capital from other people, you need to go to the Securities and Exchange Commission and you need to create a, an offering and they need to approve it like a reg a b c or d so crowdfunding is a reg c offering typically and there you go so what this is what crowdfunding really is is just investing in private stock it's a new way to invest in private stock that's been around for a tremendous a, a number of decades i mean decades and decades we've been able to do this but right crowdfunding is the buzzword but if somebody's got a deal and you want to get into it like maybe it's that apartment building maybe i don't have enough money in my ira to take down a whole apartment building, but you're doing this. You just found this big old apartment building and you say, hey, Karin, I've got a private placement. I've got a Reg D offering. Are you an accredited investor? Are you a sophisticated investor? And I say, yes. So my IRA can take maybe 50 grand or something or whatever you're asking for and invest that money with, uh, with your company. My IRA becomes a member of your company, a shareholder, a member. And then every year my IRA gets the K-1 from you and gets all the profits. So that's how that works. And it is tremendously huge. Private placements, reg crowdfunding, whatever you want to call it, is one of the top uh, kinds of assets that we see come through the door. And it's totally okay to put that into this. It is. Wow. That is awesome. That is awesome. One of the things that I get asked all the time, just about any single week, no matter what, is, hey, Joe, how's the market? <laughs> I'm sure they're probably asking you that too. 
What are your thoughts on the market? How's the market? Oh, you know, the market's the market. I don't know. That's not my thing, you know, and I don't give investment advice, but I'll tell you what, self-directing is huge. Uh, like you said, people don't like the volatility of the stock market. If you want to talk about that, I mean, that's going up. Yay. I mean, people like, you know, their assets to increase in value, but we all know the stock market goes up and down. So, um, you know, just always look for opportunities. There's always opportunities inside and outside the stock market, but self-directed IRAs are pretty healthy and going strong. Awesome. Awesome. Now you seem to be definitely the front runner in your business in this type of, uh, model. Mm -hmm. How are you different compared to maybe the second or third runner-ups out there? <laughs> okay, well, thanks. Um, I think I think what makes us different is that we provide tremendously great customer service. When you have questions, we're here. Um, you're not going to get a call center. You're going to speak to a person, and you're going to speak to that same person the next time you call. And and so it's the consistency and the relationships and being able to. Say, hey, remember my last deal? Well, I'm doing a new deal, and it's like that, and it's sort of a shortcut. But you know, you know how it is with real estate. You get into a deal, and every deal has its own special little quirks, right? And maybe you're working with a certain title company or something, but you don't want to pick up the phone, you know, three like a week before closing, and get somebody brand new on the phone who doesn't know anything about your deal or the special intricacies, and you have to start over from the beginning. So we do not, we, we eliminate that by having you uh, have a point of contact. So we assign our account holders to a specific transaction coordinator who's going to help them invest time after time. Awesome. How big is your team now? Uh, we, have, we, have, we have about 10 in here and about, you know, about 10 out there. So we've got, uh, we've got two sides to, to uh, you've got, we've got the, you know, this side of it. And we also uh, work with a trust company custodian of a custodian. And so there are people on, on their side. And, and so the, the people at the trust company are bonded and insured against theft and fraud. And uh, so we've had a relationship uh, with this, you know, working together like this for almost nine years. Can you believe that? You wow. And, uh, it's 2009. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So you got a good solid team in place as well. Now, where do you see most of your investors going nowadays? Are they going into multis? Are they staying in the fix and flips? Are they going out of state? Well, if they're California people, a lot of them are going out of state. We see that quite a bit. And I got to, that brings up a really interesting topic. A lot of people like to invest in Florida. And one of our favorites in Southern California, Bruce Norris, you know, he's all in Florida for lots of good reasons. It's a judicial state. So a lot of the foreclosures we saw in 2012 in California, it took five years for that to process and for that opportunity to be available in the Florida market after all those homes finally were foreclosed on. Okay. So you want to invest in Florida, great. But the state of Florida just came up with this wonky little law that we're working to resolve. Um, I also happen to sit on the board of directors of the Retirement Industry Trust Association, and we work with legislator, legislature, le legislators and lawmakers, which is kind of the same thing, and, and regulators, and to help them understand our industry and how it works. But in Florida, what they did is they said, now, if your IRA owns a property in Florida, you don't own it. Your IRA doesn't own it. The custodian owns it. How would you like that? Not so much. So we're in the process of talking to the state of Florida saying, probably didn't mean to do this, but this is how it is. And how can we help you to change this to help self-directed IRA investors? So work in the process of changing it. So for right now, you might want to really think about that. And if you'd like to get a, a link to the, the law, this new regulation, 
you can email me at khall, K-H-A-L-L, at udirectira.com, and I'll send you the link. And then I'll share that with you. And you can understand stay investing out of state in Florida with your self-directed IRA. Now, it won't be forever, but that's how it is right now. So each state, you're saying, may have a different impact on the way you invest with this program. Yes, there aren't many states that have specific self-directed IRA rules. In fact, Florida really is the only one that I know of that has this particular rule like this. Um, so, but of course, every state has its own rules and regulations. Yeah, but this is the only one that I know that directly affects and impacts self-directed IRAs. Got it, got it. What are some of your personal goals, if you don't mind me asking? My personal goals? Yeah. Um, to take a vacation? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've just, I've just accomplished a lot of my personal goals by getting both my children graduated from college. Good. No small thing. And I mean, they did all the work, but you know, I'm the mom, so I get all the credit. And, uh, and getting them launched. So that's my goal to see my children do successfully. And I, and I but my goals uh, professionally are just to keep, keep chugging away and finding new opportunities, new ways to do things, um, new and better ways. And we've implemented a lot of techno, uh, technology um, to stay up to date and to try to keep things as private and safe as we possibly can. Fraud awareness. Also, I um, work a lot with uh, the Retirement Industry Trust Association, like I mentioned. I'm also on the board for the, uh, the Council on Aging Southern California, helping to understand the needs of the elderly and the retired. Um, so that, because we're all going to be there, you know, and so how do we help people today so that when they get there, uh, they're in a better situation and more comfortable? Yeah, no, I'm a big believer. If you fail, the, people don't uh, plan to fail. They fail to plan, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I keep hearing about retirement, and uh, you mentioned your two kids. You probably have a lot of great financial planner connections. Now, is this something – I'm going to ask something. I don't know if you can answer this or, or have any thoughts on this. You had two kids that recently graduated. Now – what are the financial planners maybe saying about, hey, you should probably invest in a 529 plan or a self-directed plan? Um, sure. I mean, both. I mean, you, you can invest enough and, and you should contribute and you should invest because you're going to need, no matter what, you're going to need money. I did, I was reading an article recently that was talking about like first, like the best states to invest in and and how much the average person spent, the retired person spent on just medical bills alone was around half a million, between four hundred and five hundred thousand dollars They were just going to spend on, on, on medical bills. So, right, we better save. And I'll tell you, the average IRA account, and this goes for all IRA accounts, not just self-directed, is about $103,000, which, you know, may sound like a lot of money to some people, but it's not enough to retire. It's not. And if you've got Social Security, you've got to have a plan B. That's what self-directed IRAs can help you do is to get into an asset class that can help you, you know, build and build that um, as opposed to, like you said, the, the you know, the, the 0.1% you're getting on your CD or maybe 2% now. We, we did see, you know, treasury yields go up, so good for that. But we all have to save for retirement. It's no joke because it's coming up like a freight train. You know how you look back and you think, wow, was that, that just a year ago? Was that five years ago? I can't believe it. Well, you'll be saying that when it comes time for retirement. So be your own best friend and, and, whether you self-direct or not, go make a contribution today to your retirement account. Save and do your, and be your own best friend. Take care of yourself. Awesome. Awesome. Great advice. Now, is there like a minimum ages or 18 is okay? Somebody could actually start, hey, I've got $50 to open my account. I can manage the 275 a year. 
I watch mom and dad just, you know, kind of lose their shirts on the on those crazy days of 2007 to 2009. Yeah. Um, is it kind of okay for that somebody to start at 18 and open it up? It is. All you need to have is earned income. That's your only criteria. So, if you, so what some people will do uh, who are self-employed, they might employ their children in their business and pay them maybe say $5,500 a year exactly. Then they can contribute that $5,500 a year maybe to a Roth IRA, maybe to uh, you know traditional IRA. But a lot of parents will have their kids invest in a Roth IRA, I notice, uh, because then the proceeds are going to go tax-free for life. So, right, so as long as your child has active income from a job that they're doing, um, they can contribute. So we have you know, we have children who have accounts with us that are under 18. There's no age limit. Um, but I'll tell you what, once you turn 70 and a half, you can no longer contribute to a pre-tax account, only a Roth. So that's a good thing to know too. There's a cap. Got it. Got it. Now, I don't know if you can answer this one. Now, it, as a sole proprietor or business owner, and they have kids, I heard this the other day about some attorney mentioned, hey, you should start making your kids employees of your corporation. Now, is this a strategy like, hey, instead of investing or whatever, doing something extra with their money, should now that parent or employer now start funding their IRA that way, or is that okay? You fund your own IRA with your earned income. So if they, if they are truly earning income from a job from their parents, they can contribute that. You know, the parent will do it on behalf of the child as the, as the guardian or custodian of the child, guardian of the child. Um, so it's really that the, it's from the child's checking account that the money goes in because it's an individual retirement account. It's, it, that's what it is. So the individual does it. But yes, that happens quite a lot. Yeah, no, it sounds like a really, really great strategy where you could, you could really surprise your kids. They come out of college like, whoa, where'd this money come? Well, well, you know, there's something you can do. There's called an ESA, Education Savings Account, and you can contribute $2,000 a year. You, like, well, what's interesting about this is anybody can contribute. So, like, Joe, you've got kids, right? Yes, two kids. I can contribute $2,000 to your kids' uh, ESA account. That's how cool it is. But $2,000 a year is the most they can have in one calendar year. And so, you know, maybe for birthdays, hey, what should I give your child for, for their birthday? Well, why don't you contribute to their ESA? And so that's an education. So when they go to college, they can take that money out and spend it on education expenses. And that's another way to, uh, to save. Awesome, man. Great. Another big tip. <laughs> Karen, you're amazing. <laughs> now, if somebody's really like still kind of on the fence, they don't know you, they don't know me, we can't trust these folks. How do they learn more? What, what kind of direction should you give them to learn more about what we're doing here? Wow, well, there's so much on the internet. I mean, that's easy. We have a lot of videos. We have a white paper on our website, which is, again, udirectira.com. You can go there, and we have so much to learn. You can go to the IRS's website, irs.gov, publication 590. talks all about IRAs, how you contribute to them, how you take the money out. Um, it's got 590A, 590B. That's a really good, credible source of how to learn about IRAs. Go right there. Wow. <laughs> Another big tip. Now, we probably uh, won't disagree that the IRS will put legitimate stuff out there. So it's like, okay, you gave the IRS a website. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know the rules, go to the rule book. You know, that's how it is. The playbook. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Karen, it's been a pleasure. I mean, you're so amazing. You filled us with so many golden nuggets. Are, is there anything else you wanted to add? 
Well, I, I just think that, that before you self-direct your IRA, there are questions to ask. It's not like investing your own private cash. There are rules. So call us and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Will this fit in a self-directed IRA? Let's have that conversation before you get all excited about what you want to do. Does it fit in a self-directed IRA? That's really what we spend a lot of our time doing here is talking to people, listening to their deals, listening for the rules. We haven't talked about prohibited transactions, things you can and can't do. So that is really what we offer here, a great service to uh, help you understand what you can and can't do with your retirement. Awesome, awesome. Now you have reps that are going all over up and down the state of California. If somebody's like in Chula Vista, I know um, what's the best way to maybe have somebody reach out that way? Is it? It, it, well, I mean, we do, we're all over, you know, I speak all over the country. We, our staff, they're, they're all over and, and we're online on awesome podcasts like this. So people, wherever they are, you know, they could be in there, could be on their boat listening to our podcast right now. Um, but no, I mean, if somebody, if anybody needs to, it, look, we're the technology, technology world. We're technologically savvy. So just go to technology, go to our website again, newdirectira.com. Pretty much everything you need to know about self-directed IRAs is right there. Man, you guys heard it. You guys heard it right there. Udirectira.com. Yes. And if they wanted to reach out via email, phone, one of your reps could take care of that. Is it what's like the office line number for the show? Sure. 866-538-3539. Or locally it's 714-831-186. Perfect, perfect. Anything else you wanted to add? Just save for retirement. You know, like I said, it's, you're going to retire one day, and and uh, so do yourself a favor, and we can help you self-directed and to invest in assets that you understand. You know, as opposed to assets you don't understand. Perfect. Take perfect. Perfect. Again, thank you so much, Karen, for being on our show. Really appreciate your time and your valuable expertise, your wisdom, and all these different resources you shared with us. Thank you so much again. Guys, you know, I heard the other day, this is very, very important. She said, save, save, save. I kept hearing that message over and over and over again. There's two pains you're going to go through in life. Two pains. You've got to choose one. Either the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. The pain of discipline or the pain of regret. You've got to choose one. So you might as well choose a better one, pain of discipline of saving, 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 and investing than the pain of regret. You hit your latter part of the, your life where you're 50, 60, 70, maybe 90 years old, you have, okay, you just burned through 103,000. What Karen mentioned earlier, you thought you were going to live till only about 75, 80, but you outlived your estimated time pain of discipline or pain of regret. Choose guys, choose and choose wisely and start doing it. Guys, it, it was such a pleasure. Joe Mendoza, real estate broker, investor, entrepreneur here in sunny San Diego. Uh, this show brought to you by Easy Fundings, Home Loans, Akshay Patel over at 858-207-8436, NMLS ID 1492486. Again, thanks. Karen, have a great day. You were incredible. Appreciate it. Our company is not responsible for the success or failure of your business decisions relating to any information presented by our company or our company programs, products, and or services.